Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I actually asked on my Instagram stories for any advice you guys wanted. And I had a few people say they wanted me to talk about sexuality and labels. And I was like, your girl's got your back. I'm going to talk about it <laughs> because I've talked about it on my TikTok. But 60 seconds isn't a lot of time to cover a topic as big as this. So I wanted to start it off with a diary entry that I actually found. This is from one of the diaries that I wrote when I was not in a great place mentally. Um, and it was the first time that I ever really accepted that I might fancy girls. A lot of the time I just repressed that. I was like, mm, no, we're not going to think about it. We're not going to acknowledge it. That thought is there, but we're not going to give it the time of day. This was the first time that I ever was like, Sophie, babes, maybe we should think about it a little bit because something's not, something's not quite straight about this situation you're in. So this was last year, the 14th of June. I think I may have a crush on a girl, but I don't know because maybe my lack of being close to anyone legit makes me overly attached to the thought of someone. She's just cool. And then this is the sad part, okay? <clears throat> this is where we get a little bit of the repression seeping through. Um... Jesus, all I know is I need it to stop. I fully support the LGBTQ plus community, but I don't need to be going through it all myself. Could I be bi though? I have no clue. And I don't need that on my plate at the moment. I've never thought about a girl properly this way before. Like she's just different. And then a little while later, you can see I backtrack and I say, I don't like her. I'm just lonely. LOL. <laughs> Hey, yeah, yeah, that's a lot to unpack there. Uh, a lot. Basically, if you don't know, I went to a Catholic all girls high school, which means repression was in my nature. I was taught nothing about the LGBTQIA plus community. So I didn't really understand a lot of the time what I was feeling. I was just like, no, we just don't feel it. Just stop it. Stop. Ah, oh, what's that feeling you're feeling right now, Sophie? Nothing. Haha, <laughs> that's all. Um, and it was weird because in high school, I never had crushes on girls, which I think that's what threw me off a lot as well. And when I left high school, I was like, oh, that girl's pretty. But no, I've never had crushes on girls before. So I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> weird. <laughs> that's crazy. That is crazy. And I was talking about it with my best friends the other night when I got Tinder. I was 18, fresh out of high school. And I would set my preference to girls. And I've made a TikTok about this. <coughs> Excuse me but I would set my preference to girls for like five minutes and I would go through and I felt so guilty. And I was like, why am I feeling guilty? I'm purely trying to see whether my profile is good in comparison for men, not because I want to look at the girls' profiles at all. And I still remember the first time I saw a girl that I was like, wow, she's like really pretty. And I swiped right and we matched and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And I didn't know what to do. And I unmatched with her. Because I was like, I don't know. I was just, I don't like her. I'm not attracted to her. No, no, no. What are you talking about? That's, that's, that's silly talk. Um, turns out I was, because I still think about that. And I'm like, wow, I really, Jesus, why did I do, why did I unmatch with her? You idiot. Um, but that's because of the oppression, the repression that the inward um, internalized homophobia. But the thing is, I was, see, you can see, I literally say I fully support the LGBTQ plus, And I always have, I have always been a very passionate ally ever since I was little, uh, really advocating for all members of the LGBTQIA plus community. Whenever I'd hear someone say something even slightly homophobic, I would call them out on it and I would tell them to stop immediately. Like if a member of my family would say something as a joke, like no one in my family has ever been homophobic at all. They're all very accepting, but you know, sometimes they would say things that I was like, that's just not appropriate anymore. We just don't say that. 
Um, and I would tell them. I was not afraid to tell them, but I was always under the guise of, no, 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 I'm just an ally. I'm just supportive. It's not because of me at all. Mm -mm." Which I think that also confused me a lot because when you're so passionate advocating for like gay rights and trans rights and everything like that, but then you're inwardly thinking, no, there's no way I'm, I'm feeling those things. I do not find girls attractive at all or whatever your case may be. Uh, but personally for me, it was repressing of my crushes on girls. Um, you know, you're thinking, well, I'm so supportive of everybody else. So if I was, surely I would just not care and I would just accept it, you know? Like, that's a weird thing to think about, that, like, why am I so accepting of everyone else? But when it comes to me, I am so scared to accept the way I feel. So that's another thing that I feel like people don't really talk about because a lot of the time it's that um, discourse of, oh, well, they're homophobic, they're probably repressing the way that they feel um, and using their homophobia as a way to project their own insecurities about their gender and sexual identity. Um, but for me, it was the opposite. I was like, no, I'm very much an ally and super supportive of everyone for being who they are, as long as it's obviously consensual and all of that. Um, but yet I was so against accepting myself. Um, and I'm not sure why, honestly, I think it was because I just, I didn't know if I'd known for sure, maybe I would have come to terms with it sooner, but I don't label my sexuality. Um, and that's something that again, people don't talk about as much. Uh, I've had people, a lot of people actually say like, thank you for talking about this because you know, I'm the same. And I feel like a lot of the time people, there's this expectation that you should know. If you're not straight, well, what are you then? There's that expectation that there's a label for you. And obviously for a lot of people there is, and I'm not discrediting the validity of labels and the importance that they play in a lot of people's journeys with their own self-acceptance and coming out and everything like that. But the idea of not having a label and just wanting to vibe and do your thing is kind of not as accepted because there is that, I guess, curiosity, which is understandable. People want to know. they like, well, who do you like then? And a lot of the time it's not in a negative way. I have never personally experienced blatant homophobia or anything like that targeted at me. Um, I've experienced it in schools and stuff targeted at other people, which I was very opinionated on it being wrong. And I let people know that they couldn't do that. But no one's ever been that way towards me, which I'm very grateful for, obviously. Um, what was my point? What was I talking about? I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> You'll get used to this. I never know what I'm saying. Anyway, it probably, whatever it was, it probably wasn't that important or it was important, but you know, anyway, I've just never experienced homophobia towards me. Um, I really don't know what point I was going for there. That's going to annoy me when I listen back over this. Anyway, let's move on to another point. I apologize. Whatever I was saying then was important, but not important enough for my brain to remember apparently. Um, but yeah, when it comes to labels and stuff, I just didn't know what to tell people. And so when they would ask, never, yeah, that's my point. People wouldn't ask me in a negative way. They were not putting this pressure on me to tell them what my label is and what I, who I'm sexually attracted to as a negative thing. And I was never worried about facing homophobic like comments or actions and stuff because of it. Um, but you know, online and stuff, people say like, do you listen to Girl in Red? And I was like, I don't know. And what do I tell this stranger? 
I don't know you. Like, what do I say? I don't even know what to say to my friends and like my family. What am I going to say to you? Like, how do I explain to you that I don't have a label? Are people going to accept that? Like at this point, I hadn't seen a lot of people online saying that they didn't label their sexuality as things. It was always like people coming out as like, oh my God, I'm, I'm gay. And like, you know, I listen to Girl in Red, which is sick. And like, so cool to see people being able to be so open and be accepted and loved for being who they are. Um, but I was there and I was like, I don't know. Why don't I know? I want to just know. And so it led to a lot of me thinking like growing up, I wanted so desperately to only be attracted to men purely so I didn't have to deal with the stress of not knowing, which you can see in that diary entry. I literally say, um, I just can't be going through it all myself. Like I can't handle this right now because the thought of having to figure that out on top of everything else I was dealing with was too much. And I think only recently I've come to the terms with, I don't need to figure it out. I'm allowed to fancy girls, fancy guys, fancy non-binary people, fancy whoever I want and not have a label for it. And that's okay. I was really limiting myself. I was like, well, no, I'm just only going to go for men then because at least then I can say I'm straight and just not deal with the issue at all. You know, like I could just push it aside and pretend it wasn't happening. If I don't talk about it, it's not there, but it was always there. Oh, it's weird. It is. It's a very difficult thing to come to terms with. And that's why, unfortunately, I'm not probably the best person to go to if you're struggling with accepting your sexuality or trying to figure out whether you're bi or whether you're gay, because I, I haven't figured that out for myself. And I don't have a huge need right now to figure it out because I'm only 21. You know, I'm just going to fancy people that I think are kind and I want to get to know better. And that be it for me. And I'm, I'm sick of putting this pressure on myself that doesn't need to be there. Why would I worry about things that I can't change right now? And that's something that I'm coming to terms with. I'm still not very good at that. Um, I like to be in control of myself, not of other things. And like, I'm not a controlling person of other people, but when it comes to my emotions and feelings, I like to know what's happening internally with me. And so that was, you know, difficult when you don't know what your sexuality is. You're like, I, I feel un, like I'm not in control of one of the in quotations, biggest aspect of my personality because sexuality is often portrayed as this really like important aspect of who you are. And that's another thing, you know, that's really perpetuated in the media and online, like relationships and being in love and dating and all of that. It's seen as a big part of what makes you a whole human. Whereas like, where's the idea that you're a whole human being on your own and then you meet someone, you fall in love with them, whoever they are, and that just adds on to who you are, but it doesn't, not having that doesn't affect your importance and your validity as a human. You don't need to have someone else to validate the importance of you, if that makes sense. So that's another thing that like, you know, growing up as a teenager, I felt less because I didn't have a boyfriend. It's like, well, my friends have boyfriends and boys aren't interested in me. Like, what's wrong? Like, why? And I'm just trying to figure out that, yeah, no, I'm completely fine on my own. If I meet someone and I want to date them, it's because I enjoy their company, not because I'm trying to fill a part of myself that I feel society expects me to fill by putting another human being there. And I feel like that's quite common because you see a lot of people jumping between relationships, which is completely fine. Um, and I'm not judging that at all. Um, 
but I feel like some, not for everyone, not in every case, but if it were me and I was just jumping into a relationship, I would be doing it to fill that idea that I need to be in a relationship to have value. But you don't need to be in a relationship to be valued as a person. You're completely valid on your own. And then you can be valued and stuff when you're with someone else as well. <coughs> Excuse me. My God, I got a tickle in my throat. Not the timing. I'm trying to have an important discussion. But that's my thoughts on that. I don't know if that made a lot of sense, um, but I'm still trying to come to terms with it all myself. And I feel like it's something, it's a, it's a journey, dude. You know, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey and you'll get there. And until then, or you might never get there. If you don't, if you never figure out what your sexuality is, that's fine. You don't need to. Life, there is so much more to life than that. That's an aspect of it, but it's not the whole thing. And that's important to remember. Just be kind to yourself, be patient and Hopefully that maybe made sense and helped some of you out. Anyway, I'll talk to you all soon. I hope you're having a great day, night, morning, afternoon, whatever, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.